the college football experience, Nebraska Cornhuskers 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Bet fifty dollars at WinBet, get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out our Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. We're always talking college football there. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Nebraska Cornhuskers 2022 season preview episode. My name is Colby Swingin' Database Dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> oh! Woo, one of the teams that made me look like a fool last year. Subscribe on YouTube to the College Football Experience because there's an exception for every rule. This is a Nebraska episode, so to quote, I mean, Bill McCartney said, I'd rather be caught dead than in red. Legendary Colorado Buffalo coach. Well, I am rocking a Nebraska Cornhusker for the spirit of the college football experience. This is a lifetime Buffs fan for those of you that aren't familiar. Yes. They want to turn me off already. I am joined by my co host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing. Wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, <laughs> my dog is in studio. <laughs> he knows the routine. He just started howling. This is the Nebraska Cornhuskers, Patty C. I mean, look, say what you want. I like, you know, okay, I have my favorite teams. All right, East <laughs> Carolina, and I, I grew up a bus fan, right? Yeah. You but, claim to hate Nebraska, but more, more, even more so. I'm a fan of college football. Yeah. Right. Um, I feel like as you grow older, you, 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 yes, you still care about your teams, but you kind of, for me at least, I love the sport. I want to see Nebraska playing all those Big Twelve teams, Big Eight teams. I think that to me is college football <laughs> when you have these rivalries. Um, so I do want to see them good again. Uh, and I, I'm by, I bought into Scott Frost when he was at UCF. I bought into uh you love Nebraska. Let's, yeah. let's, let's be honest here. You, Look, you want to hate them. It's almost like when Oklahoma was down in the nineties. Yeah. When they started to come back up and Mike Leach was the OC and they hire stoops. I got back in. I was rooting for him Yeah, because 
there comes a point. It's Bama, same situation when they had like, I don't know, they were losing at Hawaii and stuff in the early two thousands. I wanted them to get good again. Yeah, Penn State when they went through the sex scandal stuff. Classic part of the uh, fabric of college football. You don't want to see them be good forever. But I want to see them play the. You teams. don't want to see them be bad forever. I, but I also want to see them play the teams that make college football great. Yeah. Sorry. I don't care about Nebraska Northwestern. Give me Nebraska, Oklahoma. Give me Nebraska, Colorado. Give me Nebraska, Kansas state. I want to see those matchups. Well, we, I, I know we had Larry, the cable guy on and, and he, uh, he alluded to the same stuff. Yeah. You'd rather see those than give me a history yeah. of organic, organically developed hatred, you know, and, and let me watch that play out again and again over some new, new. Yeah. And this is the problem. I think when you have TV execs running your sport is, yeah. is they don't, I mean, I would be surprised if the head of Fox sports probably even knows these rivalries, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, um, or whoever, whatever sport. So, uh, or whatever, uh, you know, network that is, but yeah, with, all, I mean, the guy in charge of the big 12 now rock nation, uh, like that's it, a, it's a business yeah, from guy. New York city. Do you think he knows the rivalries yeah. of, uh, I, I, you know, the that's pretty sure he couldn't tell you the history of Nebraska, Colorado. <laughs> if you asked him off the top, off well, the top of his head. Well, look, I mean, I'll say this. They should have never ditched the option. Can we talk about that for a second? Yes, we can. And we should. That obviously they should have never fired Frank Solich, but uh Tom Osborne had this program rolling. I still say Tommy Frazier's the most dominant and the best college football quarterback I've ever seen. There is an argument to be um, made there, a strong one. And uh and and Solich he got canned <laughs> after a ten and three season. Ouch. Ouch. So check this out. It's Frank Solich. <laughs> this is what he did after Tom Osborne. Nine and four, 12 and one, 10 and two, 11 and two, seven and seven, 10 and three. Gone. <laughs> what is that? Four, 10 win seasons in six years and a nine winner. <laughs> and a well? bowl game in the other one. <laughs> seven and six regular season. Oh man, they it's would a tough world. It's a building tough... Scott Frost a trophy right now yeah. if he had done that through his first six years. Well, then Bo Poli- so they go through Bill Callahan. Bill Callahan Auto Parts. All right, I make car parts for the American man because that's who I care about and that's who I am. Right, and uh, and and he's gone. All right, so what the American public doesn't know is what makes him the American public. To quote big big Bill Callahan. Uh, look, um, actually that was Zelensky. Zelensky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, big tally, uh, Bill Callahan. Uh, does you want to get a good look at a butcher's oh, ass? Then, uh, <laughs> then stick your head up one. Or look, you're like even that, right? it just like you are, Tommy boy. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> uh, well, look, Bo Pelini comes in after after Callahan goes five and six, eight and four, nine and five, five and seven. Pelini goes nine and four, ten and four, ten and four, nine and four, ten and four, nine and four. Nine and four. God. <laughs> what is that? One, what? two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven nine win seasons in seven years. Nine plus win seasons. Seven out of seven. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh Mike Riley comes in the eight, six and seven, nine and four, four and eight gone. Yeah, now they've right? had seven seven seasons since uh <laughs> Polini left and they've gotten a nine wins once. It's tough. And especially when you, when you take yourself out of that conference, the big 10, I mean, I'm sorry, the big eight and big 12 and go to the, 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 the big 10 where, you know, your recruiting pipeline just changes completely. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> I mean, all of the connections that you've built for gone, 
gone. Yeah. Um, but because I mean, even the Big Big Twelve it went and merged with uh, the Big Eight, merged with the uh, Southwest Conference. Well, to they form. took no. They, I mean, they took four teams. Yeah, they took uh, Texas A and M, Texas, uh, Texas Tech, and Baylor. Okay. Yeah. So kind of like what the Big Twelve is doing. So the with Big the Eight before American yeah, right now. Yeah, the Big Eight was originally what like Colorado, Nebraska, Missouri, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State. I think. Yeah. Nice. Um. So, Patty C, you know I was bullish on the Cornhuskers last year. I was so bullish that I went to a game. There you go. I Here, was I, there I, at I got, Memorial Stadium when they destroyed Northwestern. Very nice. One more stat I want to rattle off. 35 straight bowl seasons from 69 to 05 or 03. Five straight bowl misses. Well, that's what now. you get for getting rid of the option, first yeah. off. I mean, look, talk the Pelini thing. I actually still believe they should be running the option in Nebraska. Yeah. Can't hurt. Still should be doing that. Anyway, so you they went to the, a game. Well, they did the opposite and they hired Mark Whipple. But yeah, I did go to a game and, you know, I was uh, high on the Nebraska Cornhuskers last year. Everyone made fun of me. Uh, it was one of my locks that I got wrong. I felt great about Nebraska last year. I feel like you're kind of almost excused for that. Well, I can tell you this: at least the game I went to, I saw the team that I thought they would be because they beat Northwestern fifty-six to seven. Colby is Nebraska's good luck charm. <laughs> Little do we know. Um, but man, this was a crazy season. It was an absolute crazy season. Week was zero. I don't care what you say, Patty C. They should have beat Illinois. They left a ton of points on the board. They couldn't hit field goals. That they gave up. A, they, their punt returner runs back in the end zone, gives them a safety. <laughs> like killing themselves was the theme of last season. To I me. don't agree on that game as much as Colby, but he's got a point that they did it the rest of the season. So well, maybe he's no, right they on did that one. The, the Oklahoma game, we saw them leave points on the board. Yep, and they they only lose by seven in Norman. The Michigan State game, they outgain Michigan State by like two hundred yards. They, they, it's unbelievable. The punter, the punter, uh, they, they punt to the guy. He returns a kick to send it into overtime. They lose in overtime. They shouldn't have lost that game. The Michigan game. I think Martinez fumbles late. They lose by three. So right now, uh, Oklahoma, Patty C Oklahoma won like what? 10 games last year, 11 games, 11 and two. Okay. They lost by seven to an 11 and two team. Michigan State was eleven and two. They outgained them by two hundred yards. They lost by three. And that's both of those are back to back away games. Yeah. Right? <laughs> then they Michigan makes the college football playoff, wins the Big Ten, they lose by three. Yeah. yeah. Uh they lose by seven to Minnesota. Minnesota was what, an eight win team? Nine and four. A nine and four. Nine and four. Uh what was Purdue last year? They lose by five to Purdue. Nine and four. Uh they lose by uh nine to Ohio State. And that game was closer than that. Yeah, eleven and two Ohio State, and they lose by seven to Wisconsin, uh, nine and four, and they lose by seven to Iowa, who represented the Big Ten West and went ten and four. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Gosh. That's incredible. First off, that they were able, they didn't win one close game. They were wait one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They were zero and nine by games dis- decided by nine points or less. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I'm sorry. That's an that's that's an anomaly. That's, that is. This, I mean, I've never seen some shit like this. No one's ever seen yeah, it because yeah. it had never happened before. Zero and eight in games decided by one score or less. Freaking ridiculous. Uh, so Adrian Martinez gone in the portal. He leaves for Kansas State. 
because they go out and hire Mark Whipple, and obviously Adrian Martinez and Mark Whipple uh, in a Mark Whipple offense sounds about the worst thing possible. But you know, it's funny though because Kenny Pickett had some wheels too. True, and he fake slid and like he's, a total bitch. Uh, yeah, but. <laughs> Uh, that's not something Narduzzi, by the way. I'm sorry. What go? go. I would say that's not something I see Martinez doing, but I don't see, I could see some quarterbacks doing that actually. But anyway, well, Pat Narduzzi came at Mark Whipple this past week, but Hey, I don't know why, because he won the ACC with Mark Whipple. Hi, you were the uh, coordinator for the best team I ever had. Uh, Let me take a shit on you because you're not here anymore. yeah. Oh man. That's probably a good thing for frost, but it does move even further away from the option. Yeah. Who was it? That was it Solich or Callahan that really moved Callahan, Callahan moved Callahan, to the pass and then Riley. Yeah. But supposedly this team has seen improvements in the downhill running game during the spring. We will see. Uh, they were 70th in scoring offense last season. This, this is more of an anomaly. Ready? 70th in scoring offense. 45th in rush offense, 27th in pass offense, charting at the number 20 offense in America. How does that make any sense? How are you 70th in scoring offense when you have a top 20 offense? <laughs> uh well, we all saw it and it, it's it's almost comical. It's like almost like an example of exactly what it looks like when a team fails in the red zone and turns the ball over at in inopportune times. I'm sorry, but look, and I know they were three and nine and I would never lobby for a three and nine team to make the playoff, but had they just gone like six, seven and six or something, if you have a large playoff, this team was a fucking perfect example of a team that could go really far. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were right in it with Ohio state right up to and the end. Michigan. They yeah. were, they actually should have beat Michigan Yeah, and Michigan state and Oklahoma who would all be high seeds in the playoff. If you had a large playoff. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, so the portal, obviously they lost guys. They, they got three of five guys back on the O line led by Bryce Benhart. Uh, they're breaking in a new tight end. I'm seeing that being Travis, uh, Vokalek. uh, running back Ramir Johnson is back. He was one of a slew of running backs. They lose or they, they used a season ago wide receiver, Omar Manning and Trey Palmer are back, but there is a lot of turnover on the offense. Mostly at the quarterback spot, Adrian Martinez is out now at K State. Casey Thompson and Chuba Purdy transfer in. We're going to keep more in the uh, the transfer portal in a minute here. Defensive coordinator is Eric Chandler, and uh, that's another thing. Last year, Nebraska had the worst special teams I've ever seen in my life for one season. (laughs) I cannot recall a worse season. I'm talking pro. I'm talking college. I'm talking high school. Right. Well, I have never seen a special teams been so bad in one year. They had the 124th best kick return average at uh, a measly 15.6 yards per return. So maybe just a lack of explosion or no, they had a really they had an all American punter who, who struggled. They had a kicker that you thought was, it was it's unbelievable. Um, they were 36 in scoring defense last season, 58th in rush defense, 53rd in pass defense charting as the 47th best defense in the nation. I, I want the listener to understand how ridiculous that is to have the number 20 offense and the number 47 defense. So you're charting in the top 50 for both offense and defense. That is really good to give you an example. Michigan state was 130th in pass defense charting at 111th in defense. And they were a, I can, I think in the thirties in offense. Yeah. Uh, Clemson was, I think, uh, 
third in defense, but a hundredth in offense. Actually, I think they were 99th in offense, but those teams all won double digit games to have Nebraska was better than that. Yeah. (laughs) They were 20th in offense and 47th in defense. That would put them in the 64th percentile for defense and the 85th percentile for offense. I mean, this is a, this is like a 10 and two team last year. This should have been 11 and two team or something. Every break went the wrong way for him. It's almost, but they incredible. also did it to themselves. Yeah, they did. They did a hundred percent. Like the punt returner going back and giving the safety to himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like get, shit like that was happening. Yeah. Um, they got five starters back on this defense. They run a three, four. Now this is the thing that's makes me a little nervous. They're breaking in a brand new defensive line, mm. but all four linebackers are back. Linebacking core is solid. Uh, just one of four back in the secondary. That's corner Quinton Newsom. Uh, they are breaking in a new kicker, a new punter, but I think that is a positive. <laughs> I think that's a very good thing yeah. considering last season. Um, what do you make of this team, Patty C? Well, I mean, I was surprised, and I guess we'll get to recruiting rankings uh, in a little bit too, but they're talented. There's plenty of talent there. Um, you would think that, you know, that typically shows up on the field. Whether it is Scott Frost, and really we kind of like joked that, you know, this is what Scott Frost does. And then he did it over and over and over last season. So it's oh, like, I mean, I would have fired the special teams coordinator after, I mean, pretty early on because it was almost incredible how, yeah. how bad that was. Just, just, just botching, uh, snatching defeat from the uh, but, claws of victory. But I do think we should, uh, Trev Alberts, the new athletic director, former linebacker there. He did retain Scott Frost, and I do think he made the right call. I think a lot of times in college football, we don't wait the course anymore. We we our society's become impatient, and uh, I I I mentioned Bill McCartney to start this episode. Colorado, he sucked his first like five or six years. I'm talking like three wins, four wins. Yeah, got it going after that. Let the coaches make adjustments. Give them enough time. Yeah, to let figure them this figure out. out their own system, what they have at their disposal. They passed the eye test. Work they didn't get the, the dubs, yeah. but they passed the eye test. Like as far as being competitive yeah. against the nation's best teams. Yeah. Um, they do need to turn that corner and turn those into dubs. And it's time now. Cause it is time. It is time. So uh, we're going to talk transfer portal. We're going to talk recruiting rankings. We're going to talk Las Vegas expectations for the Nebraska Cornhuskers in 2022 and, and our own expectations here on the college football experience. Remember subscribe. We're also on YouTube subscribe over there, but any place you listen to podcasts and also remember subscribe to the college basketball experience. I think it's a big year for Fred Hoiberg. We talk college hoops year round. Uh, even if you're a Creighton fan, I mean, Creighton's going to be loaded this year. Subscribe to the college basketball experience and also remember subscribe to the college football experience and the college baseball experience because me and Noah Beanick, I mean, they do that in Omaha, the World Series. That thing's fantastic Boom. every year. Uh, but before that, oh, I, I got to get us paid before we talk uh, Cornhusker uh, recruiting and and game by game predictions. But first, let me get us paid. I want to tell you that the college football experience, Nebraska Cornhuskers 2022 season preview episode. It's brought to you by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. 
We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right, we are back. It's 2022 college football, so you know it's not only about recruiting, it's about the transfer portal. Wow. I'm I mean this is a they did a they did a great job bringing in players on the transfer portal. Let's get to it, Patty C. Uh, at quarterback, Chuba Purdy, brother of Brock Purdy, who's now a San Francisco 49er. He comes in with Casey Thompson from Texas. So Purdy transfers in for Florida State. Thompson from Texas. Now they're deep in the quarterback room. Thompson, a four star. And I think Purdy's going to be the guy next year, not this year. I think it's going to be Thompson this year. Um, but all of a sudden, their quarterback room's got passers. Yep. Uh, Purdy was a four star. So yeah. Out goes one four star quarterback in Martinez, income two four star quarterbacks. Yes. Uh, then they went out and attacked the offensive line. Uh, even though they're bringing three of five back, they did get uh, offensive tackle Hunter Anthony from Oklahoma State and uh, Kevin Williams, an FCS guy from Northern Colorado, with Ed McCaffrey. Uh, then they went out and got safety Kane Williams from Alabama, right? Nice. Also, defensive lineman Stefan Wynn from Alabama. Uh, also, defensive lineman Dre- uh, Devin Drew from Texas Tech. Defensive end Oaken uh, Mathis from TCU. I like that get. Cornerback Omar Brown from Northern Iowa. The Panthers keep a great defense there. Uh, cornerback Tommy Hill from Arizona State. So those are the defensive additions. I think they're all pretty good. To an already pretty solid defense. Yeah, I think they're pretty good additions there. They also brought in wide receiver Marcus Washington from Texas. So Washington and, and uh, Thompson perhaps have some uh, you know camaraderie. Um, and also wide receiver Isaiah Garcia Castaneda from New Mexico State. They did also bring in punter Brian Buschini from Montana with the Grizz, getting a punter. That's a huge get there. Could be a massive. <laughs> yeah, difference that might maker. be the most important one. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I got. I, that's what they brought in. I gotta highlight what they lost because uh, if you pull up these composites, you only see what they 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 brought in in their ranking. So to get a full grasp on whether they won or lost the portal, Marquez Step or Marquis Step, the running back who was previously at USC, he just hit the portal recently. Former four star, I think he's a good back, and I think he's gonna f- be a good get whoever gets him. Uh, it's late to still be in the portal. He just did it. Okay, just did it on July twelfth. Uh, defensive end Damian Jackson went to the Buffalo Bulls. Uh, quarterback Spencer Arsenault is in the portal. Uh, wide receiver Latrell Neville went to North Texas and Seth Latrell. Uh, defensive lineman Casey Rogers went to the Oregon Ducks. Wide receiver William Nixon went to the Washington Huskies. Cornerback uh, Nadab Joseph, a four star, is in the portal. Mm. Uh, defensive end Philandris Payne, uh, he went to Virginia Tech, and unfortunately for for him, he just tore his ACL. He's out for the season. Uh, Defensive lineman Jordan Riley went to the Oregon Ducks. Linebacker uh, Winden Hoaluli went to Hawaii. <laughs> uh, linebacker Will Honus went to the Kansas State Wildcats. Cornerback Mark Williams is in the portal. Uh, I forgot also uh, Nebraska got Trey Palmer from LSU. I forgot to uh, allude to that. Nice. Um, but they also lost linebacker Jackson Hanna to the Tennessee Vols. Running back Marvin Scott, who I liked to the Florida Atlantic Owls. Um, 
and uh, Adrian Martinez to the Kansas State Wildcats, uh, and also Savion Morrison, another running back that I saw some flashes that I liked uh, to the Kansas Jayhawks. Quarterback Chase Mason also went to South Dakota State. Offensive lineman Weston Ryman is in the portal, and I think that's everybody. I think that's that's a lot of guys, and that's a lot of guys going to good places. So, I guess you know. I still think they want it. Well, because if you're gonna have Mark Whipple, you got to have some drop back passing quarterbacks. They got those, yeah. And I think that the, the defensive lineman gets a couple guys from Bama on the defensive side of the ball. Even and I like the TCU kid. I'm curious. Uh, obviously, maybe last year is not uh, an, an exact accurate uh, reflection of what to expect. But I, I, I'm gonna quickly uh, check this as far as total passing offense where Pitt ranked. Um, they were seventh in passing offense last year. And um, let's see, they were 74th in rushing offense. So there is something to the fact that he throws the ball around. So if that's what we're expecting to see at Nebraska, not exactly the Tom Osborne days, but if it's effective, you know, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I to think watch. they'll take an 11 and two season. Look where college football has been so stale with the invitational for the most part, you know, may, with maybe with the exception of Cincinnati, and I guess you can make the case for Michigan, but with Georgia, Bama, Oklahoma, and and uh, uh, Ohio State, pretty much making the, the playoff almost every year. It seems like Clemson though in there. Yeah. Um, I do think this year's fascinating stories is the coach watch situation with with pretty much the additions of some of these coaches like Lincoln Riley to USC, Brian Kelly to. Uh, to to LSU, uh, Marcus Freeman to, to we'll Notre see what Dame. Venables does at Oklahoma. Well, that's what I'm saying. And then you add in, you add in the hot seat like Harson at Auburn or Frost at Nebraska, and I think those are your compelling storylines. Oh, every yeah. year now, it's like you don't even see. You say, oh, the, all these guys are safe. There's only like five guys that can really get fired this year, and then. 30 Boom. coaches get fired. Yeah, 30 coaches like the half the <laughs> yeah, flow yeah. scene changes. Well, that's what I mean. We're an impatient society right now and that's un- unfortunately, you know, uh there's good and bad that comes with that and I think this is some of the bad. But Patty C, talk to me about recruiting rankings. Oh, let's pull it up here. Um recruiting, they've been pretty good, not super elite, but good on a national level for the last 5 cycles, 23, 18, 20, 25 and 32. So a little slippage um, that is even more evident within the conference uh, recruiting rankings. Uh, since 2018, they were four, 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 five, and then ten this past year. So a little slip in the national rankings is a major slip in the conference rankings. Um, the composite 26, 24, 24, 23. So a top 25 talented team, and their composite has been either five or four within the conference most years. So just behind Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, they should be. But it's not what they are on the field. Um, like you mentioned, the transfer portal, uh, seventh nationally. That's the best transfer class in the Big Ten this year. So let's see if it pays off. Because because that's what's interesting is even though I, I was a little surprised, even though I, apparently Narduzzi and Whipple did not, they weren't fast friends. I was surprised that Whipple took it knowing the thin ice that Frost is on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, he might be a visionary. He might say, Oh my gosh, they're really close. And if I can get credit for a lot of the jump that's about to happen here, that's a good, I mean, or that, if the offense is great and the defense fails, maybe they fire frost and hire Whipple. <laughs> I don't know. No way, man. If this yeah. team, if this team succeeds at a high level next year, 
Frost is safe. They'll say he that was a great hire, and they'll be right, you know. But I don't even know that like it's it will really be because of Whipple. I think this team is close without him. Obviously. Well, another thing is schedule. I thought last year's schedule was brutal. This year, my first thought is I'm like, okay, they could do this. It works um, a little better. I'll, yeah. I'll touch on a couple more recruiting nuggets. Uh, four stars that are projected to start: Caleb Tanner uh, at linebacker, Nick Henrick at linebacker. Both of those dudes, I believe, are. Preseason uh, All Conference: Ty Robinson, D tackle; Omar Manning, and Ty. So th- this team has had a bunch of four-star recruits. Not all of them see in the field, but should be pretty good. Yeah, and and uh, if you're watching on YouTube, like I said, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, you'll see the sweet ass graphic we got here by uh, the SGPN graphic team and the TCE graphic team. Shout out to them. Uh, and you look at what we got going here, Patty. See, seven and a half wins is what Las Vegas is calling for. You know, I, I know I, I am, I'm uh, you know, it's me. People know me. If you've been listening for years, I'm hardheaded. I'll admit that. And uh, you know, I, so blindly, I'm going to say they're going to cash on this. It's going to work this year. They were very close last year. You know, I, I get a funny feeling about this too. Cause I want to check something. Um, and the juice, by the way, is the over in Vegas minus one ten, the under minus one ten. So Vegas really not sure if it's going to be seven or eight it's, for wins. So either eight and four or seven and five. Hey, I think uh, we we need to look at this schedule and figure it out. I, I just got this little nugget pulled up. The last team that I recall opening their season in Ireland in a Viva Stadium was the 2012 Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Who went to the national wow. championship? That, was, <laughs> that is a great nugget. So we'll see if there's some luck of the Irish for old Scotty Frost. I've been right. I mean, I stayed at the hotel right next to the stadium. Uh, there was a big rugby game going on. Uh, I didn't get a chance to go. I was a little tired from traveling, um, but I, I should have. Yeah, I yeah, walked by that too. That's a good stadium. Yeah, Dublin's yeah. a cool town. It is a great town. Uh, so week zero, August 27th. This thing's not that far away, folks. Patty Fitzgerald against. A Scott in in uh, in <laughs> Ireland. Oh man, I, I think uh, <laughs> the luck is on Patty Fitzgerald's uh, side here. I'm taking the. I will say this: Northwestern traditionally, after a shitty year, which they clearly had, I was at that game in Lincoln Memorial last year. Uh, normally, Fitzgerald gets his boys up the next season. I think he even may still do that, but I got Frost winning this one. You would think so. I would have to agree with you, but. I think there might be something to Pat this Fitzgerald could be getting a game. it done. Yeah, could oh, be a game. I anticipated being a game. Give me Nebraska one and zero, Patty. One and zero. All right, then they come home and they take on the North Dakota Fighting Hawks. Watch out, because North Dakota not a bad FCS. I mean, it's not North Dakota State, but uh, but they do. They they weren't great last year, not a five and six, but I, I remember them be, being pretty decent. I think they're recently. preseason top twenty five in the FCS. I think they were in the twenties. Look but out. I got the hus- the Cornhuskers grabbing this one. Is this a border battle? Is uh, does North Dakota touch Nebraska? I want to pull up a little map. I don't there. think so, but maybe touches well, Minnesota, right? Thereabouts, um, Nebraska does touch. Oh no, it touches South Dakota. Yeah, that's okay. what I thought. Okay, so I got Nebraska two and O, Patty C, and I really like this schedule. You got Georgia Southern once again. Isn't it fitting that Nebraska is on Georgia Southern schedule the year that they're dri- dropping the option offense? What are they doing, <laughs> folks? You need to listen to me. This is the option abandoner bowl. You need to listen to me. Nebraska, Georgia Southern, the option is what made you great. Yeah. Don't ditch it. Now, yes, you could still have a good season this year with Mark Whipple. 
which I'm going to project probably. But what are you doing, Georgia Southern? You're going to become a, just a, a nobody. You've been you've won national championships on the FCS level. Mm-hmm. You beat Florida in the swamp without completing a pass. You what don't need to ditch better it. Better of yeah. an example do you need than the Nebraska Cornhuskers? Yes, exactly. Uh, Patty C, I got him three and zero, and then Memorial Stadium is gonna be rocking Saturday, uh, uh, September seventeenth, uh, 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 when the Oklahoma Sooners come to town. And guess what? Upset. I've been eyeballing this one for months. I've been yeah, we've been looking Nebraska's at this one. Nebraska's gonna win this game, dude. I feel like there is the magic that they could, but I'll say this: between Northwestern and Oklahoma, they probably drop one. So I'll put them at three and one. Not me. You got them at four and zero. Four and zero, riding high. Dying hard like Bruce Willis, man. Hello. Uh, they get a bye week before hosting the Indiana who, who Hoosiers, and uh, no, they're gonna wax them. That's a win. Should be. Petty, see, I got them. I got them five and zero to start the season. Then they're at the Scarlet Knights in Piscataway. Why do go. I feel like this is a trap game? <laughs> because Friday it- night <laughs> nationally te- televised game. They got Purdue on deck. I just feel like everyone's going to be saying, "Oh, that Purdue game could be sneaky." Oh yeah, and Rutgers can give them a fight here. Freaking uh, Shiano will have Piscataway up for this one. I'm going to take Nebraska, but I still feel like that's that's a, a, a low key trap game. I'll um, give them the win there too. That puts them at five and one. I got them six and zero. Oh, the number seven and a half. You're cra- you're crazy. They're at Purdue. Now here's something that's Purdue's unbelievable. If you're like pre- if you're top ten. Yeah, and they're hosting a game. I forget their <laughs> record. It's like an unbelievable record. Spoiler makers. I'll go Purdue. I feel like Nebraska has proven that they'll have a second loss by this point in the season. I it remains to be seen. Look, I I'm I'm optimistic, but look, prove it. I'm gonna give you an L. Another one. I'll go six and one, and then they get a bye week. They're hosting the Illini. They ain't gonna have the offense to compete. Give me well, Nebraska seven and one. We didn't think that last year either, did we? They, and they shouldn't have won that game. Uh, seven and one for me. Seven or six and two for me. And then they're hosting the Minnesota Golden, very Golden Gophers, mm. rowing the boat. This is a game. This is a game right here. This is a game. Uh, Forget who I called. Go listen to our Minnesota preview. But I think I called for Nebraska to win that. In Lincoln, gosh. I don't know who's going to win, but I, I, for the Nebraska podcast, I'm going to say Nebraska. I'll say this for Minnesota and Wisconsin, both coming to Memorial, two of their last four opponents. They're going to get one of those. Give me the mm. over that, that, that cashes my over. I got the win at Nebraska, putting them in, at seven and two. And then I got three straight losses to end the season. But you had a losing at home to Wisconsin. I do. Really? I do. I mean, let me. I want to pull up the uh, the recent history. Of I that. know Wisconsin's owned them, but I also think Wisconsin kind of fallen off a little bit with Graham Mertz. Uh, four and eleven all time against Wisconsin since they joined the Big Ten back in two thousand eleven. So, just so you know, the final four games: home to Minnesota, at Michigan, home to Wisconsin, and at Iowa. That ain't easy, but I think they'll have enough of that. I project this team, Patty C, at uh, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and three. Nine and three. Wow. I got a nine and three. Prove it, prove it, Scott Frost, and then I'll believe. I want to believe. Since 2011, they've only won once, and they've lost. It looks like about ten times. They are one and four at home against Wisconsin during that stretch. So something would have to change. They would have to get over that hump. Well, I got them seven and five. You're on the under. I'm on the over. This is a must-watch team for me each week. 
check out, uh, you know, Scotty Frost and the Cornhuskers this season. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm on the over. I feel pretty good about it. I think that schedules it lines up pretty great. Well, this is uh it's got the feel of like, you know, Scott Frost does feel like the coach of destiny at Nebraska to get them back to where they're, you know, supposed to be. And a year where you start in Ireland? <laughs> if he's 7 and 5? Yeah. Is he retained? He should be. Yeah. He's building. It's clear, you know. I agree. But I agree. He needs what to be gets him five, if he's 6 and 6? Got to go. Really one, maybe bowling. If he obviously five and seven, he's, he's out the door. Yeah. Six and six. You better win, win that bowl, the bowl game. game. Seven and six. I think he get, keeps it. That's it. Winning in <laughs> losing. You're out. I can't wait for the fun folks. Subscribe to the college football experience. Uh, as we, we talk college football year round folks back to the days of Dean Stein cooler. All right. You guys know what I'm talking about. Fumble Ruski. Come on. One of the greatest games ever, even though that game they lost, right? They lost. Miami, that's when they that's went the for two, right? Uh, yeah, championship. Still, Tom Osborne's a G for going for two. Yeah, you know. that's Nebraska yeah. spirit right there. Uh, folks, subscribe to the college football experience. Also, remember subscribe to the college basketball experience. Like I said, Fred Hoiberg. This is a big year in Lincoln. Also, Creighton loaded. All right, check us out. We talk college hoops year round over there. Um, subscribe to the college baseball experience. Me and Noah Beanick. We love the college baseball world series. All that, that great NCAA tournament that they, a real playoff. Isn't that fantastic? But they do that in basketball and baseball, but just not football. Come on, big 10. I want to go to Omaha. You said you, you, you went to it or no, I was in Lincoln. You were in Lincoln. I was yeah. in Lincoln. I want to go to that yeah. uh, world series. Yeah. Uh, Haven't been there yet, but I need to get there. Uh, also subscribe to the sports gambling podcast already doing NFL futures. I don't know who your team is there in Nebraska. Are you a bears fan? Are you a, a Vikings fan? What, 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 what would you be a fan of if you're in uh, who's the pro team? Nebraska's the pro team. I know that, but I'm Come just on. saying if you had to, on I Sundays, guess. who would you be? If you lived in that area, I couldn't root for the Vikings. They're in a dome. Yeah. All right. So give me the bears. Give me the bears. All yeah, the way. Give me the bears. Maybe yeah. the yeah the Packers. Maybe I guess some people, I don't know. Barnstormers. Yeah. Packers makes sense. Iowa barnstormers. Uh, Kurt Warner played there. I but feel like, I feel like the Packers are a little more unassuming kind of like the, uh, the, the corn Huskers, nice fans. Mm. That, that mm. might be my what team. About the chiefs. Yeah, it works. I think that's who I'd root for. They got the red and the white. Uh, folks, check out the sports gambling podcast. Just had Pat McAfee on the show. They're going through all 32 NFL teams, uh, previewing their win totals, their, their, their outlook, season outlook, all that stuff. We also just had Mike Leach on the show. That's always a great interview. When you have coach Leach on the show, check out them, check out all the other podcasts we got going. If you're a uh, right now, it's summer MLB gambling podcast. Check out that the CFL gambling podcast, Canadian football league rolling along up there. Shout out to Rod Via Gomez, the host there, um, and, and CFL Jim. Uh, what? Else? Yeah, shout out to, to CFL Jim. He's a Nebraska Cornhusker fan. Oh yeah, yeah. XFL Jim, CFL yeah, he, Jim, he USFL talked. Jim. Yeah, he's the yeah. man. Any uh, alternative form of football. Yes. <laughs> and also subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast. We uh, we host that as well. Uh, great first year in the books. Subscribe. Tell a friend. What else, Patty's Golf gambling podcast, MMA gambling podcast, uh, soccer gambling podcast. We got the World Cup coming this this uh, fall. So, all right, folks, check out all those. Get the SGPN app. Check out the Discord channel. All that good stuff. Also, whoa, 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 whoa! Time out. Give us a five star review on iTunes. If you do that for the college football experience, take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D or us, the College Football Experience, on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Show us that screenshot. We'll send you a college football experience t-shirt. It'll look like that pennant if you're watching on YouTube Boom. right there. 
Uh, so do that. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. We are the college football experience. Folks, please give us a follow. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to watch Cornhusker football in Dublin starting the season. All right. This is the college football experience, Nebraska Cornhusker style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Because when you're in East Carolina, you go for it. <laughs> there you go. Throw bar that in. Team speed for Christ's sake.